Gutavach. We're in Paragimel, Mishnah Vav, the last Mishnah in Paragimel. Up until now, we've been talking about the dinam of Shehia and Chazara. Shehia being <coughs> the Isser to cook something from Erev Shabbos onto Shabbos. And then we moved on to Chazara and other dinam of Bishel. Uh, but now we get back to the original topic of ma- making preparations before Shabbos and different things that are be- that'll be us to do. So Mishnah tells us that if uh, one designates um, a kli to catch dripping oil on Shabbos, so if he does it before Shabbos, that's fine. However, if he does it uh, on Shabbos, if he designates the kli on Shabbos, that's a problem because that kli, once it gets the oil, the oil is going to be muksa. That's going to make the kli muksa, and therefore you're being mavato kli mehechonai, you're <clears throat> basically destroying the use of a kli uh, on Shabbos. So that's going to be an iser al seiser, destroying, al getting rid of something, you're being mavato a kli. Um, <clears throat> Now, once uh, once you have the shemen inside of there, then the shemen also becomes muksa. That takes us into dinam of muksa a little bit. Let's say that somebody wants to put a kli down to catch nitzaytzays to catch sparks. So that's fine, so long as he's not putting water in the kli. Um, if he puts water in the kli, we're afraid that he's going to be holding the kli. He's going to catch a spark, and he's going to be over on mechabe. But if he uh, just puts down the kli, that's not a problem of mavatal kli mehechanai, because the sparks will disintegrate as soon as they hit the kli. All right, moving on to dine muksa a little bit. So, like we said before, the shemen that lands in the kli is muksa. It wasn't set aside before Shabbos, and uh, therefore you can't use it. From there we move on to whether a nair, whether a lamp itself is muksa. If a nair is lit, so you certainly can't move it for fear that you're going to be mechabe, but that uh, is not necessarily a din of muksa. Um, a nair which is unlit, so nair which is unlit, so if it's chadash, if it's new, so then it can be moved. If it's old, which in in uh, the olden times when you made it out of cheres and made nair out of cheres, the old one was disgusting. So some say that it's muksa machmas mius because it's putrid. Rabbi Shimon, on the other hand, holds that we don't hold of muksa machmas mius, and uh, we paskin like Rabbi Shimon. But on the other hand, there's another halacha that Rabbi Shimon doesn't hold of that we uh, do hold of, and that is that if the if the lamp was lit at Bein HaShmashas, since you couldn't move it at that point, there's a halacha of Migris Katsai Bein HaShmashas, it's Katsai Lekola since it was Muksa Bein HaShmashas, you can't move it for the entire day. So those are all the halachas that come in by Mishnah Vav. Let's see it now inside. You can't put a dish underneath a lamp to catch the dripping oil. That's again because of the din of mvatal klimei chonai. If you put the kli there earlier during the day, mutter, that's perfectly fine. But but you can't use that oil because the oil was muksa. You didn't designate that oil to use whatever you want to use it now. You can move a new lamp, meaning one that's not putrid. Avaloy Yashan. The Tanakama says 
that if it's old, it's putrid, and it's muksamachmas miyos, you cannot move such a nair on Shabbos. But Rabbi Shimon, Oymer, kol is metaltalin, you can move any lamp, chutz min nair hadelik b'Shabbos, except for a lamp which is uh, presently lit, because you're afraid you're going to put it out. Um, and we don't mention over here the dinam miyudas but on this, <coughs> we paskin that if it was lit at the time of Bein Hashemashis, then it's muksa for the whole Shabbos. Neisim kli tachas aner l'kabel nitzaitzais. You can put a kli underneath a lamp to catch the sparks, but but you can't put water into it because we're afraid that you are going to be as you are handling the water. Moving now on to Perak Dalid, we get back to a topic which we mentioned earlier, and that's the din of Hatmana. There are two types of Hatmana that are talked about here. Um, one type of Hatmana is Hatmana B'dovra Meisif Hevel. Um, insulating something that will actually add heat. If it's hot, it will add heat to that which you are um, insulating. And um, that is usher even me'erev Shabbos. The reason for that is maybe you are going to insulate in coals, ash with coals, and we're afraid of that you're going to stoke the coals. Uh, there's a second type of atmana which is only usher on Shabbos. That's atmana b'davar she'ino mosef hevel, something that does not add heat, just like a blanket. It insulates. It doesn't let heat escape, but it doesn't add heat. And that's only usher on Shabbos, not meir Shabbos. And there, the gzera is shemayartiach. That maybe if you see that it's too cold, we're afraid that you're going to put it onto a fire, um, or <clears throat> you're going to put it in a matzav where it will start to cook again. So. That's uh, what's it called. That's that's what we have in the first Mishnah over here. These two types of Hatmana. The Mishnah here is going to give us a list of different things which are considered to be mice of Hevel and things which are not considered to be mice of Hevel. Which things are we allowed to do Hatmana on Erev Shabbos and which are we not? In Taimnim on Erev Shabbos, these are things are Dvarim had Maisiv from Hevel, Loi Begefes, not with olive skins, Loi Bezevel, and not with manure, Loi Bemelach, and not with salt, Loi Besid, not with lime, Loi Bechoil, not with sand, Bein Lachim, Bein Yevashim, whether they are hot or whether they are wet or dry. Loi Beteven, not with straw, Loi Bezogim, nor with the grape skins, Loi Bemuchim, nor with uh, wool or cotton, Loi Beasavim, nor with grass, bizman shem lachim, when they are wet, when they're moist. I will turn them but these last ones, teven, zogim, muchim, asavim, so when they're dry, so it's fine, they're not moist of hevel unless they have moisture to them. Um, these coming up are dvarm she'en mosifim hevel. Time them on Erev Shabbos, you can do atmana in, bechsus, in a fabric, in a garment, uva peris, in a fruit, Fruit over here means, uh, what's it called? Not apples or oranges, it means uh, like wheat or barley. Uvekanfe yoyna, or um, wings of a dove, right? Feathers. Neserish shal haroshim is sawdust. Neerish shal pishtan is also crumbs that come from flax, dako, which are very fine. Rabbi Yehuda, we don't pass them like Rabbi Yehuda, Iser bedako, he says that fine crumbs of the uh, flax is usser, that is Mosif Hevel, umatir begasa, but thick crumbs from the flax, that would be, um, that would be davashain Mosif Hevel, but we uh, say that all 
Na'eris Shel Pishtan is considered to be a Dover, She'ein Mosef Hevel, and you would be able to do Hatmana on Erev Shabbos. Have a good week.